Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. Thank you for downloading. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm sitting here uh, once again with Jay Christensen. Hi, Jay. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Uh, we have a problem card this morning. I think it has a, it, it's got a couple of different angles to it that I think will make for an interesting discussion. The, all it says on the card here is support from functional managers. Now, it seems to me that could mean one of two things. One, you're a team member, and you're not getting support from your functional manager for your role on the project. Uh, and two, you're a project manager and you have need for certain project resources and the functional managers aren't, uh, aren't giving them up. Is that, is that how you understand this? Uh, it is. It very much is. And this is a problem that we find fairly frequently. It seems like it would be something that would come up, especially in the, the resource-constrained economy that we're working in right now. So, so how do you, uh, let's start with the project manager angle. So you're a project manager and you, you desperately need some team members for your team to get your project done. Uh, you run into this sort of roadblock from a key functional manager. How do you, how do you move through it? Yeah, uh, there's a couple of approaches, but um, ideally, let's start there. And that is, is that for uh, the right size project, like small, medium, or large, primarily medium and large project, we would expect the research phase to have been completed for the project. Now, um, if you recall, there's think, study, research, plan, and implement. During think, study, and research, those phases, what wants what the the organization needs to do is attempt to air the project purpose in terms of what it will deliver to the business and get all of the reasons why people would support the project and all the reasons why they would not. This is a time to gather uh, input and perhaps uh, get some consensus behavior going, to get a lot of people discussing uh, the purpose of the project and its um, its uh, contribution uh, to the goals of the organization. At the uh, <coughs> pardon me, after a reasonable period of time of consensus behavior, there has to be a decision made whether we support the project or not. And uh, this is uh, uh, described in terms of a go-no-go -go decision. So, how does we're, this... We're talking about the company here, right? I mean, we're talking about if the company's behind the project. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, this is all uh, getting down to this problem about uh, functional support. And uh, so, if the project decision is to go, then the project manager is either appointed or at that point would begin to plan the project. And what that means is then that they would at this point begin to form a team by visiting functional managers and uh, asking those functional managers for resources. This is the key link. And that is that if the business value has not been completely and thoroughly defined and articulated and documented in the research phase, then the project manager is in a position of weakness as they go to functional managers asking for resources. That's the purpose of the research phase, one of the purposes, is to solidify the business value so that we can get resources for the project from functional manager. So, uh, as the uh, project manager is beginning to visit functional managers asking for resources, project manager would take along a summary of the business value that this project delivers so that the project manager can market the project to the function manager in um, the wording uh, that they would use to ask for resources on the project. So this is key. Yeah, so it, and it seems like that's a that's the biggest tool in their in their toolbox is to say look the company's behind this 
which means you are too functional yes. manager. As a result of your position here, you are yeah. behind this. Yeah. But if they don't know that this is well communicated, suddenly the project manager is in a hole. Yes, correct. Exactly right. And the, the alternative now, uh, once the project manager finds themselves in a hole, now we're coming back to the role of the sponsor. And if the project manager is not able to articulate the business value of the project to the functional manager, then the sponsor is brought in. And the sponsor then, being the link between the project and the business, would then help the project manager market the project to the functional manager and uh, help the project manager get resources from the functional manager for that project. Okay, so let's take it from, uh, I, we were talking here about the ideal situation, right? right? right. W what's the non-ideal? I mean, what happens, I assume, when you go to a functional manager and they, you know, say the, the, uh, the, the need of the project has been clearly communicated and yet the functional manager says, I still can't help you. I'm strapped. I can't get my work done in my department if I lose these people even for a couple of hours. Yes. A, a yeah. couple of hours or an FTE a week. Uh, yeah, and uh, that can easily happen. In fact, uh, sometimes what happens is that functional managers make a commitment for resources in the beginning of the project, even e in even the planning phase. Then something changes in the functional manager's environment, and they can't support the project later on in the implementation phase. So now the project manager has a problem. And a couple of tools that we could use. One is the responsibility matrix. Um, take the responsibility matrix that's been completed to the functional manager and say, okay, functional manager, here's the work that we think would be done by a person from your department. Now, you're not able to uh, provide resources, is that correct? Uh, functional manager, yes, it is. Functional manager, what we'd like to do at this point then is we would like to generate alternatives offline um, and then we'll make a recommendation, we'll bring those alternatives back to you, and we'll uh, ask you for the opportunity to add to our list of alternatives. At that point then, we would like to select an alternative that you and I, functional manager, will go forward to the organization, primarily the sponsor, and say we have a resource constraint, we have an issue about uh, not enough resources to do the work on the project, here's the work that won't get done, here are our alternatives, and here's what we would recommend. And uh, at that point, then we ask the sponsor for their alternatives, and then once we've gotten all the alternatives collected. Yeah, you hope you can meet in the middle somewhere. Yes, correct. And now, uh, the function manager is no longer an adversary. Uh, they are a partner in solving this problem. They are able to speak for themselves, and they feel like they are not being um, set up for uh, some sort of retribution because they're not able to provide resources for the project. They're able to state their business case as to why they can't provide resources. So, and that really becomes part of the project manager's responsibility to not make them look like they're non-compliant out of some sort of, you know, uh, belligerence or, or malice that they, they don't want the project to succeed. Exactly. They likely very well do want the project to succeed, but their problems are just as real. Correct, exactly. And you bring up the idea about, uh, if you recall, the type 1s, type 2s, and type 3s. Okay. Type 1 helpers, type 3 uh, blockers. Sometimes functional managers are blockers because the first time that they hear about this project is when a project manager shows up on their doorstep asking for resources. 
So now uh, they are blocking because they are resource constrained. And this is the case where this project comes out of the blue. And it's at this point the project managers got to make a strong, strong presentation about the business value behind the project. So the function manager can change from type three behavior to type one, which is actually helping support the project. Now, in all actuality, the function manager may still not see or buy in to the business case, even if it's been made. And it's at that point then we need to get the sponsor involved and we need to uh, go back and uh, use the sponsor's authority to help us uh, either turn the function manager uh, around into believing that the project has merit or if in rare instances we may even then at that point look for external resources to uh, support the project. Excellent. You know, we so now we've been talking about the um, talking about the the relationship between the project manager getting support from the functional manager. I wonder if just in our our last minute or two here, you would talk a little bit about the other angle, which is you're a you're a team member and you're not getting support from your functional manager to right. do the work. Yeah, and um, a couple of things that need to happen there. Hopefully, the schedule was put together with some assumptions based on the amount of time that the team member has available for this project. And if that assumption is violated because the functional manager has redirected the team member, now what we need to do is go back, to the uh, project manager goes back to functional manager, finds out what the problem could, uh, would or could be, and at that point, we may get a recommitment of the time from the functional manager, or we may have to replan the project based on a reduction in resource availability, we may even put the project on hold if it's severe enough, or we may, uh, as I said earlier, get into some other problem-solving activity with the problem-solving tool. Now, what is the impact of this uh, lack of resource? Uh, what are the alternatives? What alternative would we recommend, mm -hmm. uh, et cetera? I don't, I don't want to open too much of a can of worms here, but uh, the, the political factor, I think, is, is a key one I'd like your insight on. Say I'm a, the team member. If I understand what you said correctly, I'm going to the project manager first and foremost and saying, look, my time has been constrained and you know, on this, this end of my work life and I can't work on your project quite as much as I thought I could. Then the project manager goes back to the functional manager. Aren't we skipping a step? I mean, where's the allegiance to the, from the team member to their functional manager? Oh, oh, it, who, do they, who do I go to if, yeah, if I'm having yeah. a problem? Okay, first of all, uh, there's a piece that you kind of left out in your description mm -hmm. and that is uh, the way that it should happen is the team member uh, informs the project manager about the resource availability. Project manager becomes knowledgeable and understands the issue. Then the, then the project manager and the team member then visit the team member's functional manager. So the three of them then are now meeting. Okay. And uh, now, it, um, at this point, if resolution is not obtained, then project manager is beginning to escalate this. And uh, this is uh, an opportunity for the functional manager, uh, sorry, for the project manager to get the sponsor involved now with the function manager. Team member is out of the picture at this point. This is the second level of escalation. Now whose meeting is the project manager, the sponsor, and the function manager. Taking the team member out of the equation. Correct. That yeah. uh -huh. uh -huh. makes a lot of sense. Thank you very much, Jay. This has been uh, uh, illuminating. Hopefully it helps uh, address the, the question from whoever uh, actually uh, asked it to us on the problem card. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, this has been uh, another episode of Ask Cadence.